0: For more information about this and other podcasts we produce, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com. And now, for this week's episode... Hello everybody, and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host, Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week is episode four in our Australian Film Month. That's right, we're looking at Australian films, and a big Australian tradition is claiming things from New Zealand that are good, as our own. That's right, we're throwing in a film from New Zealand. Our lovely neighbours about, ooh, four or five thousand kilometres that way, because uh, they're very far away. But yes, New Zealand, uh, that's the funny little country that made Lord of the Rings, but they have also made lots of other films. And one of the films that we're looking at today is a comedy from 2014 called What We Do in the Shadows. Joining me to review What We Do in the Shadows, we have, as always, someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film, it's Sarah Curtis, everybody.
1: Hi, everyone. It's been so long. It has.
0: Uh, Welcome to 2019.
1: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's everyone else's general vibe, it seems to be. Um, So you've not seen What We Do in the Shadows.
1: I know. I'm very surprised that I haven't seen it.
0: Well, why are you surprised you haven't seen it?
1: Well, because it's a Kiwi film and I love Kiwi films. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just like I love Pavlova and Russell Crowe, I guess.
0: Yeah, the other things that we claim <laughs> other as things Australian. That we claim.
1: <laughs> um, and also I love Taika as a director and actor mm-hmm. and writer, so. And
0: you're on first name terms with uh, Taika Waititi. Yes, uh, I am. More latterly known for his, um, direction of Thor Ragnarok. So what do you know about this film?
1: Not much. Um, We just had a very brief discussion about it where I discovered that it was filmed like a mockumentary. Didn't know that. Um, I did know they looked into the camera a lot because of all the gift sets. Hmm. But all I know is from Tumblr. So I know a couple of really funny lines. Um, And that's about it.
0: All right. Well, joining us as our guest who has seen the film... Uh, a dinky-dye Australian himself It's Dean Lovett Yeah, g'day
2: mate, how are you going we oh. are <laughs> <laughs> Australia, yeah. yeah
0: Perfect, how are you doing, Dean? I'm good, yeah you know. mm-hmm. uh, uh, You're a uh, local theatre producer Actor yes. And uh, about Canadian. to be very busy with the Perth Fringe Festival
2: Yes, uh, very busy
0: mm. Is this my plug time? Um, you know what, this comes out right at the start of the festival So plug away
2: Okay, uh, Fringe for
0: All Is an improv comedy
2: show where the audience. Become participants in the show if you're a fan of uh, how uh, uh, Who's Lines It Anyway, or if you've ever seen the Hoo Ha and you've thought that'd be fun. I'd like to give that a go. Come see Fringe for all. Uh, additionally, Improv D&D Which uh, you yourself, Stephen, are in uh, I am. A combination of improv comedy And Dungeons and Dragons Because we're all big old nerds And it's a really good ride And of course, back again is Bogan Shakespeare This time doing Romeo and Juliet A combination of Bogan culture And a satire of original Shakespeare Which Sarah is in this year Playing the uh, uh, playing Juliet Yeah uh, Plugs yeah. over
0: Excellent, and for more information They can always go to uh, Bogan Shakespeare on Facebook
2: Bogan Shakespeare Productions Or improv d &D on Facebook uh, or OTH, that's only the human. uh, uh, They're an improv group who's Mm. doing uh, Fringe Brawl.
0: Excellent, yes. Uh, For those of you who don't live in Western Australia, um, just give them a like anyway. And when you're in the neighbourhood, we'll we'll fill you in. Sometimes
2: we post memes. Mm.
0: Uh, I understand not a lot of the internet's doing that. Look, you know,
2: if we get, I'll tell you what, if we get 20 likes from
0: outside of Perth, We'll tour all the shows. Okay, that's God. that's a Dean Lovett guarantee, <laughs> <That's
2: a> absolute <laughs> promise.
0: Okay, so he Dean just
1: told the actors. <laughs>
0: yes, uh, Dean, you have seen uh, what we do in the shadows. I have. I've seen it m-
2: multiple times.
0: So, in a sort of vague, non spoilery sort of way, what can uh, Sarah and I expect? Two people who have not seen the film.
2: Ah, oh, good comedy. Uh, this is definitely a bit more reserved. I think a lot of people um, saw Thor, and Thor is very um, bonkers. I think it. That's because uh, Tyker, as Sarah calls him. Um, uh, I think that's because he knew that it the, the need to be a bit more grandiose. But if you've seen um, this one, or Hunt for the Wilder People, another fantastic film he's done. Um, really, really good film. Um, he's, he likes to play with... It's definitely comedy, but he likes to kind of be cheeky. He likes to... It's never um, really... Uh, think Thor Ragnarok, where there was suddenly like, oh, oh no, this thing happened. And then suddenly, you know... Uh, the, the final scene spoilers Where it's like Oh as long as the there is some earth remaining We can rebuild And it just immediately blows up And he goes Nope never mind mm-hmm. uh, That kind of comedy Very kind of uh, quick and uh, silly uh, This is still silly But a little more reserved A little more character based A little more heart
0: Oh excellent And how appropriate When we're dealing with vampires <laughs> Yes <laughs> Alright well uh, For those of you who are at home Pop in your DVDs And organise that chore wheel As we prepare to watch what we do in the shadows. And welcome back everybody, we have just finished watching What We Do in the Shadows And by we, I of course mean Sarah Curtis
1: I don't remember this
0: And Dean it.
1: I remember everything
0: Ooh. Ooh. So uh, yes, this uh, this uh, New Zealand vampire comedy mockumentary Sarah, what did you think of it, first time watching?
1: It was good fun, like mm. I thought I'd enjoy it But um, yeah, it was interesting to actually see the gifts take shape into an actual film-ish thing so,
0: so, your impression, because you're, you're a frequent Tumblr user, I'm presuming that's where these gifs have come up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess which bits were the gif? I mean, I'm pres- there's a few bits which seem gifable, but what were the gifs that you were um, aware
1: of? Werewolves, not swearwolves. Okay. Is very mm-hmm. Um, Doing dark bidding on the internet. Classic.
0: That was a good line.
1: Uh, so, basically, all the really good one liners mm-hmm. stuff about stew. What
0: about the
2: sandwich?
1: No, no, there wasn't anything about the sandwich. You that know. one took me by surprise.
0: That's such a fantastic line. Yeah. I absolutely adored that line, yeah. Um, Dean, this was your first time watching it since when?
1: Uh,
2: maybe last year or something? Okay. okay. It wasn't that long ago.
0: This would be my third
2: or fourth time
0: viewing it. Okay. you're a, you a fan of the film. Yeah, and you've watched it fairly frequently. Mm. Was
2: there anything new this time watching it? There was a couple of moments that I maybe glossed over the, uh, you know Tyker himself uh, as Sarah calls him uh, we're
1: girl, on first name basis come girl, on girl,
2: Tiger. Mm. uh lots of like kind of fun facial reactions throughout that i quite like you know and you don't notice them the first time through because the joke is the line or the joke is the moment or something but then Mm. you go back and watch it it's just someone doing a slight weird look to the camera or eyebrow raise or something um i forgot that i forgot after the werewolf attack that they bring on just a regular lovely looking puppy and they go here's the culprit let's (laughs) he's gonna have to be put down uh that got me yeah uh
0: yeah it was it was quite lovely it was um and it was really interesting watching this film, obviously, with um, uh, Taika Waititi, mm. directing it, uh, having been involved in writing it with uh, Jermaine Clemens, mm-hmm. who's also in the film, and then starring in it as well. There's not a lot of films we've done so far in this series where mm-hmm. the director has been playing a main character basically yeah, and user. been so involved mm. but I think partly because of the type of film it is where it's mockumentary style it's uh, it's clearly quite improvised mm, I'd um, be curious
2: to see how much of it is f- completely scripted and how much is improvised
0: mm. well, yeah it's it was it was interesting seeing it though but it, it, I, I think it worked I think stylistically it worked for this sort of Almost like mixing like a slacker comedy with with the supernatural. Mm. I, I think it was it was a really good blend of the two.
2: I uh, I also noticed this time around uh, about three or four times where another character would be kind of riffing on their dialogue and the other one would break. Mm. Uh, but it was she it was just subtle enough that you couldn't notice her. It was all quite because it was documentary style. There was a lot of scenes that were quite washed out uh, mm. or dark, and I was like, but it was just enough that I was like that character. You can mm. see they just kind of have that grit on their face mm. trying to maintain. Uh, it was fun to see that.
0: Yeah. And I, I quite liked, um, I mean, I quite liked all the characters, but um, uh, Mr. Waititi's character um, of, of Viago, who was quite quite sweet for mm. a, for a mm. vampire, really, for someone who's mm. nearly 400. Um, just sort of very the only sort of word that comes to mind is a bit hufflepuffy you know very much wanting (laughs) to be friends with people Mm. um very very friendly and very sort of welcoming
1: and you're kind of rooting for him the whole time
0: yeah Mm. yeah and he's got this lovely backstory of um the 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 woman who he chased over to new zealand who was then ended up getting married and so he just sort of hung around um and and did his vampire thing Mm. um I, i thought it was really lovely
2: yeah he's very uh very sincere Mm. A lot of, lot of heart there, mm. you know, especially, you know, the, uh, the scene where he's, you know, taking a victim, uh, you know, and he's like, oh, I'm trying to make it nice for him. Yeah. Because so they are about to die. And, you know, he's putting down newspaper blatantly <laughs> while she's like, and then the moment of her just being like, I've saved all this money. I'm going to go traveling to here and here and here. And you can just see on his face, he's like... Mm -hmm. i was kind of expecting for
1: him to go oh i guess i'll find someone else for dinner and let her go uh
2: well yeah maybe but like i saw it i was like he's he's basically just like "Mm."
0: yeah i thought it was funny that he didn't and then particularly hitting the artery and Mm -hmm. just him trying to drink the blood as it's spraying all over Mm -hmm. the room it was it was very funny it was it was some good physical comedy
2: you can see that they quite they understood that Drinking blood was kind of a metaphor for sex Mm. uh, in the way that they did different people.
0: Certainly. Um, So, did you have a favourite character in your first time watching? Probably Stu. Yeah, Stu was pretty great.
1: And it's mostly because he's actually the one I knew most about going in. Mm. Okay. Because um, I'm a huge fan of Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. And in all the behind the scenes and the director's commentary, they talk about Stu a lot because he is a computer guy Mm. and he did work on a lot of effects. Mm. And, you know, that's his actual job. Yeah, rather yeah. than being an actor.
0: Stu is not particularly acting in this film. He really no. is He's a guy him. called Stu <laughs> Yeah. And it's
2: and it's it's interesting cuz you actually think about it, if it weren't for the fact that every character in the movie loves Stu Stu would be just super generic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's something about everyone just being like, Stu's the best, and mm. it just rubs off on you as a viewer. Which
1: is interesting because usually in shows where they're like, this guy is the most amazing person, I'm sitting there going, really? Are you sure? Because I think he's a bit of an asshole. And in this mm. film, I'm like, no, I love Stu. Well, the mm. thing
0: the thing with Stu, though, is that Stu brings them into the modern day. You know, mm. he, he's, he's a computer expert, so he teaches them in that lovely montage about using things like phones and texting and. Mm the internet and you've got um, Viago like chasing the mouse on the screen and things like that. It's uh, lovely.
2: In many ways, Stu's the only one who's not an arsehole. Mm. Because as much as they're all very endearing characters, they're they're still all killing people. Yeah. Uh, you know, Stu's a vegetarian, as they say in the thing. Uh, yet he's just kind of there like yeah, I'll help you out. I
1: way. wonder how he'd deal being a werewolf now as a vegetarian. Well, that's a good uh,
0: point.
2: I but yeah. the werewolves, the, the, the werewolves, not the werewolves, they seem pretty... Oh, I, pretty... Chill, yeah, they were changing themselves guys. up. It went a bit south, obviously, but yeah. it seems like they're quite responsible.
0: I love the werewolves essentially just being like a bit of like a crap dad's group. And like you had the lead one who's I can't remember the, the actor's album. name, but he's um the manager from mm. Flight of the Concords. That's where I knew him from, yeah, you know. But so instead of going, Ben meeting, he's going, yeah. he's like, Hey, you know, he's saying, Why are you wearing jeans? They're just gonna rip, wear track pants like me, <laughs>
2: they stretch with you when you grow, you yeah. know, how big you get.
0: <laughs> it's just it's it's so well pitched it's mm. so well performed from everyone mm. like it and it's it's it, in a lot of ways it's quite underplayed which is something that it's, I think is why it works so well. Yeah, it, it feels there's that extra little bit that makes it feel that that tiny bit real or that mm. tiny bit more like particularly if you know people who are from New Zealand you know people who speak a bit like this or act a bit mm. like this um
2: And they've done just enough to they undercut themselves a lot in terms of the you know like the vampires being a bit they're all a bit dorky they're all a bit losers, mm. um, but they also do it in such a way that you're like yeah there's no giant Edwardian mystery castle shrouded in fog mm. uh, in Wellington so instead they have the dark masquerade local bowls club yeah uh, and you're like maybe if there were vampires they would do that because yeah. why not you still need a venue you mm. know
0: and I thought it, I thought it was a pretty good. Um, simple plot that you had this unholy masquerade that was coming up mm. and you had this documentary crew that were that was why they were there the, the, why they were there and the fact that they explained that the crew are wearing crucifixes and uh mm. safe because of that mm. um i thought it was it was well explained but it was also very simple and i think it allowed for these these riffs almost it's it's almost like you know how would a modern vampire live and i i just love little things like mm they go out on the town but they can't go into any bars unless <laughs> bouncers invite them in um is just really funny mm. um i also particularly liked the um the scene where they're drawing what each of her looks yeah. like because they can't use mirrors yeah. to show what they look like it's it's just it's a really funny well thought out film mm. um and i i particularly enjoyed it I, I in terms of plot um it it sort of it's interesting how it develops you you have sort of three men vampires you've got viago vlad and deacon who are all they explain how old they are and how they became vampires and it also
2: sets up their characters yeah so yeah
0: we we know that deacon has his familiar jackie who i i actually think was probably the funniest thing in the film she's great i love jackie just <laughs> just cleaning so, yeah and the fact she just explained everything so matter of fact as well like so he's my master and uh i am as i'm as I'm familiar and at some point he's gonna turn me into a vampire and i'm gonna be immortal so that, that'll be great um and just just everyone played off each other so nicely in this film nobody felt out of place um mm. e- even nick who was this character who obviously gets turned into a vampire and decides to base his stuff on the twilight Mm. um the twilight films which i thought was a really nice touch
2: he's absolutely Mm. into it yeah Yeah.
1: and to go from being such a dropkick Mm. person character and then by the end you're kind of like i really like nick like Mm. he's still a bit of a dick but Mm.
2: but then even like seeing how he reacts to the vampires when they're when they're trying to you know when he's Mm. first a human and they're trying to chase him down he's just like piss off, leave me alone, you know, like he's not freaking out, he's yeah. very relaxed, uh, which I think blends really well into him then changing yeah. and just kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm a vampire now, you know Yeah.
0: I, I also really liked having a character who became a vampire over the course of the film, I thought was a really good way of, of having us as the audience sort of get to know what's happening in the world and some mm-hmm. of the rules like, like the, uh, oh, you can't eat chips or you can't mm-hmm. turn chips into worms, they have to look like worms <laughs> a bit <laughs> Um, I, yeah, it was just little things like that. I thought were were very lovely, mm. and it, it is just a really fun, lo- lovely way of going about it. Mm. And it, it's 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 weird though because it, it's not a very long film. It's it's just shy of ninety minutes, <laughs> and it it Doesn't sort of it was the right length. It was time. yeah. But at the same time, as I'm watching it, I, I kind of just felt I I enjoyed it, but I also felt as though I, I don't think this is like a, an absolute masterpiece of films. I think it's mm. very good. I think it's very funny. Yeah. But I was also kind of at points just kind of like, this is meandering a little bit. It's it's okay. They um, definitely
2: give themselves a lot of runway at times. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that can happen just from my experience doing comedy. Uh, when you're like, you know, this scene is hilarious, or let's 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 let the joke land or mm. drag it out or, or something. And you know, I didn't think in this particular case any of it felt horrible, but I see, I do know what you mean. Mm. Um, but then you could also argue that that could be part of the documentary style, which yeah. does yes. have a tendency to play longer scenes, because in reality, people don't immediately say what they think yeah. and feel in a few seconds. You know.
0: Yeah. And I, like, it, it, it's still enjoyable. And I think the, the use of the documentary style was the best way to mm. tell this particular story. Mm. Um, I enjoyed when the police officers were there and oh, they've, yeah. they've been hypnotized. Uh,
2: I think from memory, they were real police officers as well. Oh really? Uh, From the real, they they one of the things they do is they had a lot of people who a lot of actors who weren't
1: actors. Yeah, they were just normal people in those actual jobs. Mm. Stu being a
2: great example. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I felt Uh, like that with the um, the vampire masquerade hostess. I was like, you totally do mm. this mm. in real life. You mm. stand on a platform, going, and the next award winner is Mm. like
0: the live meat raffle is uh, is coming up later. That kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, it's it is it is quite fun. It is quite interesting, and I think it lends itself to that slice of life mm. style that they mm. were trying to present. Um, but I do think it does mean that there are just little bits of the film which are kind of like eh, this is ever. So-. It's not that it's flabby or mm. that it's it's poorly conceived. I, I guess it's just this film, in a way, is very appropriate. That it's from New Zealand because it kind of just meandered along. It kind of did it did its thing. Um, and it's not necessarily a, a criticism of of that of you know that it was mm. a bit slow, but I I just found myself noticing it about halfway through mm. that the, the pacing had sort of stayed at this kind of saunter almost. I kind of enjoyed really, that. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't think it ramps
2: up like a lot of films do. Mm. I think I think especially in this day and age we get spoiled a bit because it's like oh it starts fast and gets faster. Yeah. Um. You know, especially if like... Uh, I watched Thor Ragnarok last night just mm. by coincidence. wasn't planned. Uh, and I just remember watching it. And this was probably the third time I watched it maybe. And I was maybe like, wow, this pace is just insane. It's mm. just like this then, this, then this, then this, then this, then this, then this. And I was like, you get to a point in the film, you're like, wow, they've done so much. How long has it been? Okay, it's 15 minutes into the film. Mm.
0: Uh, it's very different.
2: It's... Yeah. Uh, uh, not a bad thing?
0: No, certainly. I think it's just more, it took me by surprise how how much it luxuriated mm. in that. And and it was great, because then it meant you got things like Peter, who mm-hmm. I, I think could have been in maybe, mm. in, in other versions of this film, might have been in one scene. Mm. Uh, I liked that you had time to just sort of see Peter as this very classic Nosferatu mm. style, um, creepy, bold vampire mm. uh, getting to do his thing. The ancient vampire. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was... It's just a really lovely film. Well, Hmm. it
1: also brought out so many different vampire tropes. You're sitting there going, oh, I remember that from this version of the story. I remember that from Buffy. I remember (laughs) that from Van Helsing, (laughs) you know.
2: Yeah. And they do that. uh, They definitely have their, you know, they're the ancient vampire, the Nosferatu style. And then they've got, you know, uh, obviously Vladislav. Uh, you know the what was it the poker the poker yeah. of the Impaler uh, you know so he's obviously like the Impaler <laughs> or the Dracula allegory you know he the way he even comes out at the end when they show up at the masquerade you can see his hair he's got the he's got the Gary Oldman hair yeah <laughs> uh, Dracula haircut you yeah. know um, they've clearly kind of just created uh, a, a universe where it's like no all this is in it yeah uh, and here's just little segments from them
0: mm. yeah it's yeah it's it's just tremendously good fun I am. Um, uh, just go watch it, people. That's that's sort of that's what we got out that, today. That's sort of where I'm at. Yeah, it. it's, it's, it's a really good film. Uh, yeah.
2: Taika Waititi. You know, there's a reason why he blew up in, in like two or three films. He just mm. absolutely exploded because he's he's very good at making stuff. Mm.
0: If you were to um, to become a vampire, if you mm. were say let's say let's say that you know you get right. caught by Pete, mm-hmm. uh, you get mistaken for a virgin, you get caught by Pete, as mm-hmm. happens in this film, sure, and you become a vampire. What do you think? you would most look forward to or what would be like the one big plus to your life or death i guess the immortality uh, sounds pretty
2: good
1: i don't know like i don't think i could deal with immortality i whenever like, there's stories about immortals i'm like cool but everyone you love is gonna die yeah it was find that new doesn't people to sound love. great
2: <laughs> just mourn them and then eventually find
0: new people
1: see i would like the idea of getting some skills like mm. suddenly picking up every instrument ever but
0: these guys didn't look like they were that great at those <sighs> no which i
2: love so you're not but i, I did like I, i've thought that as well so especially with immortality you'd be like yeah maybe like for like 60 years i'll become a doctor and then mm. you know for 60 years i'll be uh, i don't know something else you know you just pick up different professions over the years and just keep trying out different stuff um uh, yeah probably the immortality mm. uh Flight flying. Flight sounds cool, yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, and I thought the flying effects were very good in this. How often
2: do you have to eat? Well, it I mean... The, the, Let's come back to that, but how often do you have to eat if you're a vampire? Like, what do you think the number is? Two weeks? A month?
1: I think it depends on the story. I mean, some of them you can just, like, have a little human in the cellar and you just have a little bit of a yeah. drink every night. Right. Uh, in right. some of them, it's every couple of months. Do so you reckon
2: you could be like, hey, bro, if you let me drink your blood for, like, a year, I'll turn you into a vampire? I'm but sure. then you'd have a lot of vampires. Actually. That's just it. Yeah.
0: You could just find a way to break into a blood bank. Mm.
2: That's
1: what I would do. Yeah.
2: Well, here's the thing, and like you know, especially if you turn to a vampire, you're like, oh, but you never go out in the day. I'm like, yeah, video games. It's. I mean, it's streaming
0: services. And in Australia, it's very hot during it wouldn't,
2: the day. It yeah. wouldn't be too hard to live at night. No? I mean, a lot of people do it. You know, mm. obviously, you wouldn't get. You know, it's... food might be. You have to be going 24-hour a lot. Uber Eats. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends what you can and can't eat.
0: You can't have chips.
2: Oh, yeah, right. So you don't need food. Yeah. Uh, can you, you probably... drink as a vampire? Well, they were going out they to would... bar. They were drinking. Yeah, they were drinking. Yeah, okay. All right. Liquid diet. Sweet. Vampire. I'm there.
1: And <laughs> they don't really have to sleep, do they? I mean, I know that they hibernate because of the sun, but could you actually be doing things? I don't know.
0: Uh, Well, we saw uh, one of them, uh, Deacon, was hanging upside down, and Vlad was having the weird swirling wall sex with the. uh, Yeah, but they did.
2: uh, He came across Deacon near the end, and he'd fallen asleep at the computer. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, they do sleep Hmm. in this canon. Anyway, flying effects. Yeah. Yeah, Wirework. It was very good. It It
0: was. was great. I also really liked that in the fights between Nick and Deacon, when they. Uh, I turned into bats mm. and then we'd turn back and then he like picked up the bat and threw it against the, the, mm. the garage door. Um, It was just very, it was just very well executed. Mm. It was very well put together. Um, if, if a little bit dark, but I think that darkness is to, mm. is partly the style and yes. partly to help. It's
2: it's one of those things where like you justify it by saying, oh, it's a documentary. So the, the footage isn't perfect, but mm. then, you know, you think about the werewolf attack scene and like, I'm sure if we saw those werewolf costumes in, full color uh you'd be like Ugh, i mean they look pretty budget. terrible as it they was were, but like because it was constantly shaky this and you know like mm. you, you didn't poke holes and it and it covered up what it needs to cover up
1: mm. i thought
0: they were pretty effective to be honest i quite like the werewolf costumes i'm uh, not criticizing
1: they that they were shit i just i think oh. they were great but mm. you know you wouldn't want to look at them too long no I and uh, they
2: did that with a, quite a few different things where mm. they were just like oh brief we'll show you a little bit and that'll be enough. It know? was
1: like when um, they did the attack on the girl being romance and you could mm. clearly see the blood blood pack mm, on yeah. her neck and you could like mm. hear the rustle of the plastic.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: That was pretty great.
0: It was pretty fantastic.
2: Uh, yeah, no, the wire work was really nice. And I also liked that it was kind of a... It, the, the way they kind of floated, they called it flying, but it was more like this weird, floaty, lighter than air thing, mm. um, which they had so much fun with. Uh, because that's like, you know, that's a throwback to the old classic vampire films where they would fly, but it would always be really obvious wire work mm. um, and it's basically they've just said okay the reason why they look go- goofy flying is because that's just how they fly mm. um, and then you know like when um, when he comes in through the window and he can't quite <laughs> a orient himself yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was really fun
0: one of the sequences just looking through my notes which we haven't touched on yet but I thought was actually quite effective was when um, P- Peter was killed by the vampire hunter mm. Um, mm. that on broke in and, and mm. The daylight obviously caught him on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very well shot, mm. um, and just just that that felt quite real. Um, mm. It was it was just a really they cut
2: in bit. really well because mm-hmm. um, of their documentary format. It, like you could see, and it felt like they would all just woken up, and someone was like, "Turn on the camera," you know.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, mm. yeah, it was it was lovely, and it was you know a little bit sad to lose Pete, but at the same mm. time. Pete didn't really speak or too much but did you guys see it coming?
2: I mean I've seen it before but
0: uh, no actually to right. be honest I didn't I didn't I didn't think that we were going to get um, I didn't think we were going to get a big fiery basement death mm. uh, I'll be I honest I didn't
1: think fiery basement death but I did see a death coming okay and I would have picked Peter Mm. um because obviously you have the bit where it's like I'm a vampire I'm a vampire hunter and you're mm. like oh he's not lying
0: mm. yeah um
1: and then oh, obviously so you called that yeah okay interesting I called that uh, because that's how they did all of those sorts of jokes mm. of this is really fake no it's not mm. Mm. Um, and then since you have a new character come in, suddenly there's too many people in the house. You need mm. to get rid of someone yeah. who's the most likely person you can get rid of, the really old one who doesn't talk.
0: Mm. Yeah. And then okay. having that be the fault of the new person as yeah. well, who's struggling to it's fit in. It's a good trope. Yeah. It's you know,
2: a good inciting incident for mm. what followed.
0: Yeah. I also quite like the vampire trial scene as well. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> shame. Oh, the shaming. Yeah. The procession the shame. of shame.
2: shame. I asked them not to. Oh, you did You said, yes, let's
0: do it. Oh, I still think it's a bit extreme <laughs> Yeah, it was, again, just very, very funny Very well put together Really enjoyable Do you have a favourite moment from the film? And we'll start with you, Ding, because you've seen it a few times Oh,
2: wow um, Can I just go off that viewing? Because so many Yes, good moments. yes But then, you know, like Werewolves and Werewolves was fantastic Um <laughs> Uh, you know, there's so many good moments, but also like once you've seen it a few times, you you know those moments. Um, I'm gonna say my favorite moment from this film was the one that I forgot and really did make me chuckle at the end, which was after the um, the werewolf attack. The police officers who just, you know, assumed everything was was just a stray dog, and one of the other police officers just walks in with this poor, clearly someone's pet, uh, still on a leash. Adorable uh, looking dog. Basically, just saying, yep, here's the culprit. Oh, I'll have to be put down now. And they've managed to perfectly time that. We'll have to be put down now with the dog staring directly at the camera <laughs> with a face just like, oh no, you know. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that. And then they took him over to the dead body and go, look at your handiwork. <laughs> look what you, look did. what you Like they're telling the just poor <laughs> domesticated dog off. Yeah. Uh yeah, that, I I really enjoy that one.
0: All right. Uh Sarah favorite moment.
1: Funnily enough mine also involves the police. Mm-hmm. But the first time they show up at the house mm-hmm. and they're sort of going through and going, "Oh, you know, this is this is terrible. Look." And you yeah, know, they yeah. don't have smoke detectors. Yeah. And you yeah, loved... know, there's obviously shit going down. They're just like, "Oh, this is fine."
2: I loved how friendly they were as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing I was like, you know, like uh, and I even said to you guys I said, "Oh, New Zealand police, you know what I mean?" Um you know, you think about like the stereotype, especially Australian police, you know what I mean? Like, they're knocking on your doors, like, yep, yeah, right, we've had some complaints, you know, It's the, they're telling you off. Whereas these guys were like, you know, they were like your kindergarten teacher who's like, hey, come on, guys, you know, we just got to think about it. You yeah. Know? Like, I know you're doing it, you know, they were just so <laughs> lovely yeah. and friendly. Uh, I, I
0: also love when Deacon's going, um, oh, we should kill them, and Vlad's like, no, 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 they can point out other <laughs> yeah, safety fences. They wanted more safety.
2: <laughs> like, uh, what was it? Like, just before that, uh, where he's like, oh, and there's no fire detectors here either. And he just goes, there are fire detectors. He goes, oh, yep, I see them now. Like, <laughs> really well-timed.
0: Yeah, it's it's lovely. For me, um, a really small detail really made me happy was that at the, the masquerade ball mm. was that they had, instead of a chocolate fountain, they had a blood fountain. Yes. Mm. And I thought that was brilliant. Um, but the whole um, unholy masquerade sequence I thought was fantastic. Having yeah. the, the zombie there kind of going, well, you know, zombies don't actually have to Moan and you know it actually helps if we move a bit faster to catch our food and they're yeah you know, just explaining all that their... so well spoken yeah
2: yet like their playing is very boring and, yeah you know,
0: like everyone's like, like oh, oh. Oh, okay okay and just um getting to meet the beast who mm. turns out to be Pauline and um, mm. Vlad Did you guys see that coming I didn't see that one no. coming okay no I thought it was um it was really funny though and I really liked um the fight between her partner mm. and Vlad yeah and that ending with the spearing by Stu yeah was just uh... great. Did you
2: guys notice that he was the, the the new partner, the beast's new partner? Hideous. Yeah. Uh, only Australian actor in the film. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Did you know he's? Uh, come on, mate. Like he was doing. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Like
0: quite a. Yeah. It was
1: very Aussie. He
0: was yeah. a bit.
2: Yeah. Uh, I just thought like, I don't know if that was deliberate or that was them just messing around, but I thought that was funny. That, mm. you know.
1: Another detail I really enjoyed was how they took the piss out of all the really old paintings where they just couldn't draw faces so they'd mm. have human faces in mm. animals mm. in so many old, super old paintings. Mm. And when, so they were like, here's the reason why.
2: When uh, they're trying to kill, uh, not Stu, what's Nick. Nick. When they're trying to kill Nick, and and he's running down and there's the <laughs> cat with <laughs> Jermaine Clemens' face.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's so many lovely, fun details and... Um, the, the the live meat raffle, the fact that um when so, Stu explains who he is and they go, he's a virgin because he works in so- IT yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it's absolutely fabulous um, would you guys like some trivia Ooh, about?
2: Please. I would like some trivia please okay,
0: about 125 hours of footage was shot most of which was improvised from the cast mm-hmm. the process of editing that down to 90 minutes took about a year <laughs> It wow.
1: Does not surprise it me. Does, yeah, it
2: doesn't surprise me. Apparently, it took him a long time to write it as well. Mm. And, uh, because there is talk of like a sequel. because um, obviously, Tyke has got quite a lot of clout now. Mm. Um, and they've got a bit of a cult following. But apparently they said, like, they've when people are now asking about the sequel, it's like, oh, we're already writing it. But by that, I mean, every time I send an email to Jermaine, we swap ideas. <laughs> uh, so their writing process is apparently just like, oh, that might be funny, is mm. yeah.
0: Well, speaking of the script, uh, Jermaine Clement and uh, Taika Waititi wrote 150 pages of actual script. But chose not to show it to a single person involved in the film huh. Cast store crew Interesting uh, The reasoning was to keep things spontaneous And mm. actors to be surprised by the events unfolding before their eyes So nobody actually got to read their scripts mm. Which I think is a really interesting way of, of making this film
2: <laughs> I think in a lot of ways as well that no one The reason why it works so well is because no one delivered their lines mm. Everyone just kind of said them And yeah. it felt very real as mm. a result
1: yeah, it's very natural in the, oh mm. yeah, this is what we're doing, oh really, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, the man who plays Stu, as we said, is not an actor, but actually is a steward. Uh, mm. Stu uh, Rutherford, uh, part-time business analyst, um, he was under the impression that he would be working on computers when hired for the film, um, and also that his part would be a lot smaller than it ended up being. Mm which is quite nice.
1: I mean, it seemed at the beginning like it'd be a small part and then he just mm. kept turning up.
2: That is also something that I, I will say they did well. So, same thing with Nick. Um, quite a few characters that you're like, oh, they're a they're nothing character. They're 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 just here for one scene. Uh, and
0: then they grew throughout, uh, which felt natural. Mm. The hill where the vampires have the running with the werewolves is the same hill that was used in The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings, when mm. Frodo and the hobbits are running and hiding from the mm. Black Rider. Under the roots of the tree.
2: often oh, the black, rock right?
1: That makes sense, because yeah. that's in the middle of Will- Wellington.
0: There is talk, of course, of a spin-off movie, as you said before, uh, that they've tentatively titled, What We Do in the Moonlight, which would be based on the werewolf pack.
2: Yeah. Werewolves. Uh, so, last I heard, it was kind of like, it's based on the werewolf pack, but it's kind of also like, you know, the interdynamic between the vampires. Mm. So those they're guys, they're, they're still going to be featured, but it's mm. going to
0: because you know you saw at the
2: end of the film it was the two coming together. Yeah, mm. and
0: I, I quite like that. I, that mm. was a nice resolution where mm. it's like they've they've gotten together and they're all friends and they're having a laugh and you know they're still making jokes at each other's expenses, but they're not going around calling each other like Count Fagula or mm. whatever it was. They were they were name calling. Mm. Yeah, but it was it was a nice way to tie it up. Um, Taika Titi based his performance on his mother, um, Interesting. <laughs> Jermaine Clement. <laughs> Chose a more conventional approach and went for Gary Oldman from Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I can see that.
0: I really want to meet Wattidi's mother now. Yeah. <laughs> and I also really liked that he and Catherine got back together at the end. So mm. did I. It was and, very sweet. Yeah, and that wonderful joke about the age gap where you've got this obviously the actress is clearly so much older mm. than Mr. Wattidi, but he's there going, you know, people were about the age gap. She's 96, I'm almost four times her yeah. age. But we'll make it work. Yeah, it was a really lovely, lovely way to close off that, that, that Speaking film.
2: Speaking of uh, the age thing, mm. uh, how good was um, the two young girls who were vampires and they went and talked to them and they go, you know, Jermaine's kind of just goes, are you going to be killing any perverts tonight? And they just go, yeah, we're hunting pedophiles. Good, good, good. <laughs> Everyone's just was good. in agreement.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a really, really fantastic joke. The character of Peter was conceived as devoid of personality, but unscripted scenes of the actor in makeup were expensive, so extra footage of the actor uh, was shot, such as him uh, listening to music, because mm. they could only have him for a couple of days because of the mm. makeup. So I thought, again, it was all quite well used.
2: It was interesting, how,
0: because uh, the budget must have been quite small,
2: mm. yet they did some pretty complex wire work. Yeah. As well as the I mean, that scene where... Um, the The hallway is turning mm. um, That couldn't have been cheap No, yeah. no
0: So that's probably why they only had Peter for a couple of days mm. <laughs> um, The bars and nightclubs that the vampires visit Are actual bars in Wellington's entertainment district it Doesn't
2: surprise me
1: Yeah, like some of them look you know, familiar
0: mm. Oh, of course uh, no. Frequenter yeah. of Wellington's nightlife yes. over here well,
2: well known for Well known amongst the New Zealand nightclub scenes this year mm. But, totally. but
0: she has to be invited in. Mm. Indeed. That's the key yes. thing.
1: Don't give away any more of my secrets. Okay, yes.
2: we're all vampires.
0: And <laughs> and finally, um, the 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 crew uh, lost a charred polystyrene skeleton body during the shoot after throwing it into the harbour for a funeral scene, which didn't end up in the film. <laughs> uh, and then realised um, they they realised later that it drifted away. Mm. So they just forgot to get it out. And then they went, oh, it's floated away. Oh, no. So Taikwutiti had to basically release a statement saying uh, it was quite realistic looking. So we put out a press release saying that if anyone finds this charred body washed up on the beach, it's just a prop. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> so... gracious. That
2: yeah. Was,
0: yeah. 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 Which sounds about right. Um, but yeah. So that that was what we do in the shadows. Mm. And all that remains is To score the film, so Sarah, uh, you get to go first as our first time viewer. What would you give what we do in the shadows out of 10?
1: Ooh, I think I would give it, um, god, what's that thing called? Um, uh, the... the chore wheel. No, I'm not going for the chore the, oh, wheel. Oh, the, blood, the blood fountain. Blood fountain. Okay, mm. I think I would give it eight and a half blood fountains out of 10. Eight and a half, mm.
0: that's, that's that's, I had a good that's, time That's high praise mm-hmm. Excellent uh, What about you
2: Dean? Um, I am going to give it uh, 8 out of 10 mm-hmm. uh, It's really great It's a good film It's uh, one that I'll I've, I, As you know I've gone back to watch um, If you like this uh, Watch Hunt for the Wilder People uh, If you like The Ordinary Ragnarok And you like this I would argue that Hunt for the Wilder People Is Taika's best film
0: I quite like this film, but I, I don't think I'm going to score it as as highly. I think it's it, it, it's up there. It's good. Um, it's 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 really delightful. But I also feel, in a way, quite. A, I, I find a few bits of it are maybe a bit forgettable um, to an extent. But but the the highs are are very high. Like the the bit with Deacon trying to console Nick by explaining how <laughs> Stu's potentially vicious death at the hand clearly of clearly ad libbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, that was
2: one of the scenes where I noticed character breaking yeah. and they did it in just because you can always see from the cuts yeah so like they'd have the the two shot the wider shot and then you kind of see him just look away and get a slight grin and then they cut to the single shot yeah uh yeah
0: where he's explaining all the different methods of death mm. uh so so I'm, I'm gonna go for seven and a half uh, masks made out of crackers that attract ducks <laughs> geese and other waterfowl mm. out of 10 um a, a really really enjoyable film and um well worth a watch. Uh, Sarah and Dean, thank you very much for joining me on this episode. Thank you for having Thanks me.
1: for having us. And
0: thank you for listening at home. Uh, we have one more Australian film uh, with a little, what's it called, an asterisk uh, that says New Zealand uh, there as well. Um, same thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're
1: all the same, right? They're one of the colonies. Yeah, yeah pretty We're all much. A little islands here and there. Look,
2: we all belong to England, so
0: whatever.
1: Mm. I mean, New Zealand is better. What?
0: We'll, true. we'll we'll will pick up this fight another time. Uh, but <laughs> it, we have one more uh, genuinely dinky die Australian film that's coming up. Uh, so make sure that you uh, subscribe to the. Cinema Catch-Up Club on whatever podcasting or podcatching service you use to hear what that episode is when it comes out next week Uh, we are also available on Facebook you can uh, find us there become a member of the Cinema Catch-Up Club and send suggestions for films that we should watch and of course there is our Patreon if you want to become an extra special member of the club and get some bonus features just go to patreon.com forward slash ccucpodcast but that's all for this week so until next time goodbye
1: Better get back to your dark bidding on the internet.
0: Yeah, do it. You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit ThoughtJarProductions.com.